down. <laughs> Hello! And welcome back to season one, episode five of Dang! Dang. Today we'll be discussing uh, season one, episode five. The King of Umashu. Oh, now this one's a big one. This big one. This is a big one. Just as a starter, I'm Sky. I'm Kel. And uh, yeah. And here we are once again. <laughs> yeah. Once again in the spider shed. <laughs> Maybe we should we get should we give the nice folks at home a little talk about where we record for a second. <laughs> I think we should. I think we should. I think last episode we were a little distracted. Uh, so <laughs> we we film in a little shop. Yeah, in my in my workshop. In a little outbuilding on the property and. There's a lot of big-ass spiders here. <laughs> dead ones and alive big ones. Big ones, alive ones, dead ones, all sorts of spiders. Small ones, big ones, medium ones, scary ones, venomous ones. We're lots talking, of venomous we're ones. We're talking... Yeah, lots of venomous we're ones. We're talking black widows, brown brown recluse. Yeah, brown recluses. Uh, we even saw some spiders. I think the one that really threw us... There's a spider that was as big as the bottom of a pint glass. <laughs> oh, that and one was, was spooky. That one was... <laughs> That was what we, I saw that spider and then we recorded the previous episode. So we just, we were a little shook it up. We were like, oh man, that's what we got in here with us. So oh, yeah. you, we have uh, lots of tools, a happy birthday balloon. Oh yeah. Yippee Hapthadar. Yippee Hapthadar, everyone. <laughs> Whose birthday it is. Uh, <laughs> my vintage planes, my Airfix whole, models. We got a whole bunch of good stuff in here. Um, really living the, the yeah. nerd life. Yeah. As, yeah. as best as it possibly lots can be Lots of stencils. Lived. A sign that says, there be trees, because we have an orchard. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) All right. Uh, So now that we've gotten a little- We're farmers. We're farmers. (laughs) I'm a a farmer. (laughs) 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 I'm going to center myself real quick. (laughs) I don't need to go into like a farmer diatribe. Anyways, uh, so this is episode five, right? Episode five, yes. The, the King, King of Omashu. This is an important episode. This is a big, important episode. A lot. There's some me- cool meta stuff that we're going to talk about with this one. A lot of White Lotus stuff, which... Uh, my cabbages! My cabbages! <laughs> yeah, we got, a lot of, we got a lot of good stuff with this one. How, how are we going to start it off, Sky? What do you want to talk about first? Uh, what's your favorite animal so far that you've seen? Oh, man. <laughs> so I know this is my favorite... Wait, do we... Well, our so first, far. Our, our first episode was... Favorite character? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Okay, so favorite animal is still new. Um, That's always tough. That is really tough. Like, your favorite anything is always tough in a show True. that is as big as Avatar. Um, Favorites are arbitrary, but also Appa. Yeah, but also Appa. I mean, I'm trying to think of somebody other, like a character, like an animal other than Appa. Because True. Appa's a really cool... He's like, he's a, he's classified as a character. He's right. like a, yeah, he's like a character. He's he like has a... his own voice actor. <laughs> well, that guy does a lot of heavy lifting on this show. <laughs> he does. Uh, but I think just in terms of like cool animal, we haven't seen a ton of cool. We animals. haven't seen a lot of cool animals. I really like the penguin seals. Yeah, I those thought are those were kind of weird and like interesting. Just forearms. They're just like flapping around, doing weird <laughs> stuff. That's pretty tight. I like that a and lot. And I guess we have like the giant koi. Yeah, right? the elephant koi. And the Unagi. I, okay, Unagi, awesome. Yeah, Unagi is a great character. Um, and it does a lot of eel. Good stuff. <laughs> it's just a big eel, big eel guy. Uh, I like, I like, I like the Unagi a lot. I think of all of the all of the creatures that we've seen so far, though. It's a really it's tough. tough question because we really haven't tough. seen a ton of animals yet either. I think I think all time favorites of the mm-hmm. animals that we see in Avatar. I'm 
the Sabretooth Moose Lion is like oh, one of my yeah. favorites. Yeah, that's cool. I just think that's, I think they're so cute when they're little and I think they're so cute when they're all grown up too, even though they're scary. <laughs> I think it did, I also really like the wolf bats. Mm-hmm. I like, I like that as a concept because it just, yeah, it's freaky. Oh, um, also I was wrong. They're not all predator prey combos. Oh yeah. that's <laughs> Yeah. Let's put that one in there. I mean, maybe, maybe we'll get well actually before we put any of these out, but yeah. But I said, like, lion turtle, only to remember that turtles are a predator. Well, yeah. And also, <laughs> lions don't eat turtles. You don't know that. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Somewhere in the world, that lion, there's lions that are like, mm, turtle, mm, have some turtle soup. I've never seen it. I've never seen that happen. I've never heard of it. I'm not exactly the most well-traveled person in the world. I'm I don't sure think I've better. seen a lion or a turtle. I've been to a zoo. Oh, I've been to a zoo too. There I've been to a go. couple of zoos. So there we go. We've seen them. We've seen both of them. We've seen both sides of the spectrum, and uh, pretty sure they don't fight or eat each other at all. I think they're just like, but like not buddies. But one's a rock, and one's a thing that looks at a rock. All right, let's get back to Avatar. <laughs> this is enough about turtles. Oppa's the best, obviously. All obviously. Right. Next question. So we start out this episode with Aang needing a disguise. Oh man, he's the thing that always gets me about all the disguises is they're like cover up the arrow on your head, and and then this they're like we're good. <laughs> so he's got arrows on his hands too, and his feet, and like and everywhere, and everywhere, and he's wearing Airbender monk clothes, a hundred percent of the time. He's just like walking around. He's like, yeah, I'm I I nobody else wears orange in the entire world, just the Airbenders. <laughs> I don't know if you all knew that, but. This is, this is some airbender type clothing. Yeah, and then also just like his staff that's like his glider. Like, he just, carries, just they're like, just like, yeah, it's a stick. They're like, that's <laughs> nice a wa- stick. Clearly, that's a walking stick. This is just an old man. <laughs> just put some apple fur on you and it's fine. Yeah, and then you're good to go. Yeah, get, yeah. Get in the, get a in the mustache. City. <laughs> People are like, yeah, clearly that is a. That's an old man. Which, I mean, they're not wrong. He's 112. I, uh, you know what? <laughs> All right. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the secret. Maybe yeah. it's like a Jedi thing. So she's just like, nothing to see here. I'm an old man. Yeah, it's just like the confidence that he does it with. Is, is I the am real not a bender. <laughs> I'm not the Avatar. That's some Avatar stuff right there. <laughs> nice. Okay, what, what do you have next for us? Let's see. So just like, just the opening scenes of getting to see the city of Omashu. Oh, you just, you look at it and Sokka's so like, they cool. have buildings that don't melt. It's like, you've seen buildings that don't melt. Yeah, Come you've on, been to the Sokka. air temple. You've been to the air temple. You're just a Kyoshi. Sokka, I mean, he's dense. I think things don't really <laughs> sink in the same way for Sokka. He's just like, I've never, I've never seen buildings like this before in my life. You're like, that's factually incorrect, buddy. But all right. There you go. I mean, they are all built out of stone, which is kind of cool. It's like yeah. a real, it's like an earthbender it's a, city. Yeah, it's a type of city he's never seen before. Yeah, it is, and in that sense, it is awesome. Yeah, it is really, really, really cool. It yeah, it's it's a super cool city, and it's just like I mean, like we so we've seen so far that the Fire Nation has all this cool technology, right? Mm-hmm. In this scenario, we see like oh, Earthbenders when they really like think outside the box. Shout out to Boomy, mm-hmm. can create these really cool things. These yeah. really cool like the mail system. The mail system. It's that's weird awesome. that they focus on the mail system, I guess, so much. But also, I feel like it's important because like when you think of any developed society. You yeah. have a complex mail system. Yeah. So that's just like making the earthbenders be like, ooh, they're fancy and complex. Yeah. Well, and when you think about like the like early highly dominant societies, like the Mongols, mm-hmm. when they took over, like one of the big things that Genghis Khan did 
immediately was establish a postal system. Yeah, and not, like you yeah. either you had to serve in either the military or the postal service, <laughs> and they were able to get messages across the in like the enormous area of their empire because they had really effective postal systems. Or it's like even in America, the same thing that says that uh, we need an army says that we need a postal services. It's yeah. just like it's considered like a core part of a functioning society. Which yeah. I mean, huh, scoff. Right, we're totally a functioning society. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> back to Omashu. They they do packages good. They do do packages good. They do packages pretty good. Yeah, and it's cool. You get to see sort of what earthbending can really do on yeah. like a like a mainstream scale. Yeah, it's not just there, throwing rocks. It's yeah. building cities. There are so many benders there. Yeah, just so many. Like most of the people we see are benders, except yeah. for the my cabbages dude. Yeah, and even then, we don't know that he's not a bender. We True. just know we just that know he he's primarily cabbage. has cabbages. Yeah. <laughs> All with their heads. One for every head of cabbage. That was wild. I was like, really? You're going to... Yeah, yeah, apparently. You're going to advocate for all these kids to get killed? Over <laughs> yeah. cabbages? Over cab... Not my cabbage corp! Not my... We'll save that for later. We'll save that for later. Once we get to Korra. I'm excited for Korra. Me too. But we need to, we need to hold ourselves yeah. back from that. Um... Yeah, Omashu is amazing. Yeah, Omashu is such a cool thing, and Boomy is such an important character. Yeah, so Aang starts by building up like why they should go to Omashu. Like, yeah, I used to come visit my friend Boomy all the time. Yeah, and even then, you see that it was a super developed society a hundred years ago. Yeah, which means that it hasn't changed much. Yeah, right. Like, they're it's still a developed society. They were like big and developed before Aang got frozen in the ice. Yeah. So that's something incredibly impressive. And it's, I mean, it's also interesting because that's like, it's a pretty major city to have. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, and there's no indication that the Fire Nation has shown up at well, this yeah. point. Well, right? to be like, fair, they have three giant stone walls that are, you can't get into unless you're an earthbender. Yeah, like it's, it's well, or, or you have a catapult. <laughs> or a flying bison. <laughs> or, yeah, or anything that kind of, yeah, something what? that beats wall. <laughs> what beats tall wall. What beats big tall wall there's a couple things there's a couple options but it's pretty good to go but it's intimidating it's It's intimidating intimidating. you're like it's gonna be tough to get through and the fact that there are three of them in a row that's like you're like wow that's i mean redundant but effective yeah it's like if you get through one you're like oh darn it god we are getting through you break through and it's just a small gap and then another wall and you're like (laughs) darn it and then we see, let's see, we see just like, in general, like what the city is like, right? Yeah. You go yeah. in. There's people living peacefully. It's heavily militarized on the outside, right? Yeah. And we see that they're training warriors, like you're about to go off to war. So yeah. bringing full circle here, back to the age gap thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're still sending people off, yeah. right? Like they A have more them. adults. They, yeah, like they're. Or at least more they're older major, teens. They're a major training ground. Yeah, Exactly. Which is kind of interesting, right? Like, mm-hmm. now we're we're actually seeing just, like, the faint of mm-hmm. uh, the actual war effort that has to go go forward to propelling, mm-hmm. or to repelling the Fire Nation. Which I guess it would make sense. They're the city of Amashu, right? They have their own king. They're big. Yeah. It's, like, this whole well, thing. that's another interesting thing, is that they have their own, like, sovereign ruler. Yeah. Even though there's already a king of the Earth Kingdom. Yeah. It's a kingdom, after all, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, it makes sense, but... Yeah, it, it is interesting that he has, like, his own sub-kingdom. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just he's, like, the ruler of Omashu, and that's the title. Yeah. Who knows? Like a mayor, but fancy? Yeah, fancy mayor. 
Yeah. Fancy and Fancy Mayor of Omashu doesn't. I guess it actually does sound pretty good. Yeah. Fancy Mayor of Omashu. But like not as official or yeah. professional. I I mean, if I had to choose between Fancy Mayor or King, King, a <laughs> hundred times out of a hundred, we're going King. But Boomy, oh, Boomy. such a cool character. Yeah, you just see him and it's like you're a mad genius. And he's like, well, <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> just he's like a kooky kid. Yeah, he's crazy and old. Yeah, he old. has seen all of the war. He's seen a hundred percent of the war effort so far. Which is really kind of interesting when you think about, um, like, his relation to the world and, like, how mm-hmm. he must have governed Omashu through all of that, through through however long his tenure as king has been. But also just, like, how he as an individual must feel about the world at this point. To have seen it, like, deteriorate so greatly. Yeah. And to have seen, like, the death of all of the Air Nomads. Mm-hmm. Um, and now to see Aang again. And right? that's got to be such an amazing thing for mm-hmm. him to be, like... My best friend's still the Avatar. Yeah, my 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 good. I don't know if they're best friends. Well, like my friend from when I was yeah. a child. Yeah, my good childhood friend is not only alive, but is the Avatar. Still. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And that's. I mean, that's kind of an interesting thing that he immediately is like. This is the. This is an Airbender. Mm-hmm. This is my friend Aang. He's an Airbender, and that he's like this is the Avatar because, mm-hmm. like, there's. I mean. Y- y- like yes the notion is that all of the air nomads are dead right Mm -hmm. but you know just because you find an air nomad isn't you're not automatically going to be like this is the avatar because he's not the right age yeah you know boomy hadn't seen ang in a hundred years his first his first thought wouldn't be like you're the avatar but i guess he might have known he might have known that ang was the avatar ang knew from such a young age no but he wouldn't know because the reason that ang ran away in the first place and got frozen in the ice was was because they told him that he was oh, the Avatar. Oh, okay. Well, I guess it was because they were going to separate him and Monkey Yatso, But oh. I doubt that they would have allowed Aang to leave the Air Temple. While knowing he's the Avatar. While knowing he's the Avatar, yeah. At such a young age. And if the, and if he was to leave the Air Temple, it would have been to go somewhere else to be separated from Monkey Yatso, mm-hmm. Right? And so they Which would like... Which is so sad. That's, I mean, yeah, it's really terrible that they would have done that. But, you know, they, they tried to, they were trying to save the world and they would have... Yeah. Well, I mean, who knows what they would have done. Yeah. But anyways, it's interesting to me that Boomy is immediately like, you're the Avatar. Yeah. And we see that Boomy puts him through these duels or like through these challenges mm-hmm. where there's um, the key, the bunny, and the duel, right? So for the key, what are they? Like stalagmites that he... Yeah. There's one for the top, one's coming from the roof, one coming from the bottom. Stalagmites is one of those. If it's not those... Slagmites, stalactites. Yeah, it's one of those. It's both those. Yeah. But which one goes where is, I, I don't know about that. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, the point of the, the challenges is, like, think outside the box. Exactly. You don't have to do things the most direct way possible. You don't have to use classic airbender moves. Because yeah. eventually, Zuko and other people are going to figure it out. Yeah. Right? Like, they're going to learn how an airbender fights. Yeah. And once he does, that's his whole, like, the whole reason he's winning is going to be gone. Yeah. Right? Well, and also, like, he's just taking... When he thinks about a problem, he's like, I have to go at the problem. Mm-hmm. Whereas Boomy, Boomy is like, no, that's not the case. Sometimes you have to outthink the problem, mm-hmm. right? And that it's more important to, like, have a plan going into something than mm-hmm. just trying to brute force it, right? Yeah, like, exactly. that's that seems like the most important lesson that Boomy's trying to, you know, give. Mm-hmm. Like, a moment of clear thought will save you a lot of effort and time. Yeah, exactly. So that's, I mean, that's kind of interesting in terms of, you know, what he's trying to give to Aang mm-hmm. in, in terms of his knowledge. 
other really interesting thing about this episode, and this is this is a spoiler, but I think anything pertaining to the White Lotus, I think that we should just talk about as yes, it comes up. I agree. Because it's so much more important to have that information, at, you know, mm-hmm. ahead of time, right? Um, yeah. So Boomy, he's part of the White Lotus. Boomy is a, is an, uh, as a higher ranking member of yes. the White Lotus. I mean, he's like one of the oldest people around. Like, it makes sense. Yeah, he's he, what, like 100, 109, 112? He's somewhere in that. He's more than 100 years old. Mm-hmm. Makes sense that he's a member of the Order of the White Lotus. What we learn from him seeing Aang and putting him through tests is not only that he's, like, trying to give Aang something, he's mm-hmm. also trying to understand where Aang is at. Yeah, like, he's trying to understand what he will have to do next, what bending he has, yeah. if any, or not if any, like, if any other than yeah. air. Yeah, um, where he's trying, yeah, he's sussing it out. Yeah. And we can imagine that what he does from there, and he assesses, like, the, the mm-hmm. skills of his, I mean... Of his friends. Kind of. of. He, like, understands what they can do. He's mm-hmm. kind of like, all right, this is where Aang is at. Like, I doubt that any of mm-hmm. you are way above that. Yeah. And so we see that, like, all of the masters that everybody has mm-hmm. throughout Avatar are all members of the White Lotus. Mm-hmm. And so potentially, and this is, this is like theory crafting a little bit, right? But there's a possibility that behind the scenes, Boomy goes and is like, you know, reaches out to the masters across like, the world. Hey, girl, hey! And is like, <laughs> the Avatar's back. It's this kid. He's traveling with these people. Mm-hmm. This is where he's at. We need to get him to a point where he can overthrow the Fire Lord. Yeah, and it's strange that... Well, I guess it's not strange if you think about it, but um, Bumi is, right, this master earthbender. Yeah. Like, phenomenal. One of the best earthbenders there is. But he chooses not to train Aang while he's there. Yeah. Which, I guess, he's assessed that he is not ready. Right? Yeah, he, yeah, he knows. He yeah. He's like, you're not at a point where you can, like, waterbend at me. And mm-hmm. that's the interesting thing. Like, the first trial mm-hmm. is... Like, if Aang was a waterbender, the first trial easy. would have been super easy. Because he mm-hmm. would have been, like, airbend it up, waterbent the water out of the way, grab the key. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Yeah. And so Boomy was like, okay, he can't waterbend. Mm-hmm. And then he puts him in the next trial with Flopsy, and where guess, it's all earth. Yeah. And, like, you know, him. And, and maybe that's more a spiritual mm-hmm. test or whatever. But he, if he could have earthbent, he would have earthbent in that scenario. But also I think that that trial was just easy for him because we talk about the natural affinity the Avatar has. Mm-hmm. like with animals, animals and with yeah. people and just like and spirits and yeah stuff. so it makes sense that he was just like oh i'll just calm this thing down and we'll be best friends yeah and then <laughs> immediately he's like oh obviously this is the other option mm-hmm. like that 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 thing that i was so terrified of a second ago actually that's like that's, that's the point of the trial and he's thinking outside of his head yeah which is cool but yeah he yeah. had to think outside of the box it's not the bunny it's the monster yeah monster bunny <laughs> yeah. and then in terms of the duel sometimes you do have to fight it head on mm-hmm Sometimes you actually do have to strike back. And I thought that was kind of an interesting mm-hmm. thing for, for Boomy to be like, okay, there's a time to think about things and react and do all this other stuff. And then there's a time where you actually have to fight. And mm-hmm. you have to be, like, not aggressive, but, like, rooted. Which is a big earthbender ta- a big earthbender thing, right? Like, Well, it makes sense. Rooted? No? Like, yeah. You're a tree. Yeah, you're a tree. <laughs> you're a tree or a rock. <laughs> I'm Groot. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I thought it was really interesting that Boomy... Because these are essentially earthbending trials, right? Mm-hmm. To think about. Like, if you're an earthbender, that's easy. The first trial, easy. Flopsy, mm-hmm. easy. Because you don't, you, you you know to be, like, rooted and, like, mm-hmm. stay and not be deterred mm-hmm. by something like that. And then the third test is, like, can you beat this earthbender? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're all, they're all effectively earthbending trials. And for Boomy to be like, no, you're not quite, you're not quite mm-hmm. there yet. Maybe yeah. someday, but not, not right now. Is It's interesting. Yeah. It's especially interesting 
just to see how Aang reacts to seeing Boomy again, right? Because mm-hmm. he doesn't recognize him at all. No. Which, I mean, fair, right? The guy aged 100 years, you didn't. But also, like, it's pretty obvious. Well, I mean, I think this is a scenario where, like... It's supposed to be obvious It's supposed to be watcher. obvious to the viewer because there's, yeah. like, musical cues and visual cues. Like, mm-hmm. the face is constructed similarly, but it's not... I think that... I, I, I kind of like that, where mm-hmm. the viewer has more information than the yeah. you know than the characters mm-hmm. that's a very basic writing yeah trope or very basic like art trope um i j- i thought it was interesting i mean like for from boomy's perspective for him mm-hmm. to have the presence of mind to notice that that's ang and not just be like ang it's me boomy mm-hmm. and just be so excited about seeing your friend after a hundred years and thinking yeah. they were dead for him to be like i'm gonna hold off on that well, that's it's... probably why he's so just, like, renowned in the White Lotus, right? Yeah. Like, of just, like, he is so powerful. Like, he has to know how to use his power. Yeah, he's got he's to be an intelligent person. He probably has to have a lot of control over himself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, like, it's a, it's a win. It's such a big win when Aang is, like, all boomy and they're friends, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, that, I, I, for me, like, that was just such a cool thing to be, like, mm-hmm. I, th- I think one of the big things is that Aang feels a lot of, like, sorrow when he yeah. learns that Monkey Yatso is dead, right? Oh, and that yeah, the, all the Erdogans are dead. Like, and all then, his friends. All of his friends. And then to meet Boomy and see that actually, you know what, there's there's one person in the world that he mm-hmm. knows is still alive from, who knew him from before. That's, that's got to give him some sense of hope. That's for... powerful. That's yeah. huge for him. Um, and I think that that might be, like, one of the most important takeaways from this whole episode mm-hmm. is like just how inspiring that had to have been for Aang. Yeah. That like he, he's not alone. No, he's not of, alone. Like, I yeah. mean, he, ha- he has this little avatar family or whatever, but mm-hmm. this is a big expansion of that. Yeah. And I mean, behind the scenes, what we see is that potentially this is a big expansion in terms of like, the amount of help that he's going to get mm-hmm. from the white Lotus. Yeah. Right. So, and we've, I mean, we've speculated on previous podcasts that the people on Zuko's ship are members of the White Lotus. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's no reason that Fire Nation soldiers would help out Zuko in the mm-hmm. first place. especially given Or travel that, with him at or all. Or travel with him or do anything. Right, he's been banished. He's been banished. Like, that's a real, that's a big step down. Unless you're a person who's like, I don't really care about being in the Fire Nation. I'm not mm-hmm. really, you know. Or Katara, I'm banished myself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you wouldn't, t- yeah, you wouldn't take that on unless you... We're under orders or we're doing it for somebody respected. And in both cases, mm-hmm. that would make the most sense for them be, to be members of the White Lotus. Mm-hmm. So that means that essentially we have this duality of like where when we're watching Boomy, mm-hmm. we know a lot about, more about Boomy than Aang knows. But yeah. still, we don't know pretty much anything about him. Yeah, exactly. Ultimately, in terms of how where he's positioned in the world currently. Yeah, we just know he's a kooky old king. But he's still, he's still a king, so right? Like powerful. we see that he has... Not only in terms of his physical bending, but, like, his influence as an aristocrat in mm-hmm. the Earth Kingdom and as a high-ranking member of the White Lotus. Like, Boomy ha- has a serious amount of, like, clout and a lot of reach. And I wonder if going through and watching it with that in mind from here mm-hmm. on out will inform us in terms of, like, are there instances where potentially that influence, like, nudges the gang in the right way? I feel like probably. I'm certain that it happens, yeah. right? Like, considering that 
there's no way that they would just like i mean maybe boomy would be like yeah ang just has to do his own thing he has to make sure that he's fine Mm -hmm. but at the same time it would make a lot of sense to be like all right can we check up on him yeah but also he makes the conscious decision again like not to train him so that is him like he could have easily been like okay let's train like i'm gonna teach you probably not easily but like he could have just been like okay i'm gonna teach you earthbending now and it would have not been as useful or good but I think that Aang is at a point where he can't learn earthbending. He's just not ready. Yeah, I mean, he has... And and Boomy basically lays out the plot line for the entire series. Mm-hmm. Right? He's like, you have to master the four elements. You have to defeat the Fire Lord. You have to restore balance. Yeah, like, Boomy just tells him what his entire duty is for his whole lifetime. Yeah. He's, like, this he's is like, what you gotta do. <laughs> this is what the Avatar does. This is mm-hmm. what you do, by extension. And so... I mean, I think it's really important that Aang has to master the elements in order. Mm-hmm. And that's a really... And that the, and the, beyond that, there's no shortcuts mm-hmm. that you can't... I mean, you can think about things smartly and take, like, the right moves, but you can't cut corners. Yeah, you can't be like, oh, I ran into this master. I'm going to train with him right now. Yeah, you can't beat the Fire Lord before you, don't, before you know firebending. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not possible. You're not mm-hmm. going to achieve that. You can't just go in there with his... With his glider in his air and be like, I'm going to blow on you. It's like a candle. Like, it's not no. like a candle. The, and, and I think this is an interesting concept that doesn't get brought up a whole lot. Is the difference between, like, a, like, a fully realized avatar mm-hmm. versus, like, an avatar in training. Mm-hmm. There's a point, and, and this is more so than just, like, the avatar state, but, like, an mm-hmm. understanding of how separate the avatar is from like a regular person and at mm-hmm. this point ang doesn't think of himself as like any different from anybody else but he yeah. is he's the avatar well he's not just the avatar he's so many people right he's yeah. so many lifetimes he has so much knowledge that he just hasn't like unlocked yet exactly or like doesn't know how to use but i think it's interesting that boomy clearly lays out this path and doesn't mm-hmm. i mean boomy doesn't say like there's no shortcuts but by saying he like, implies it he, he yeah he definitely does imply it. he's like a b c mm-hmm. these are the things that you have to do um because that like that hasn't happened yet um it's just it's just interesting that boomy like from that point like kind of pivots ang towards mm-hmm. like all right learn these things and i mean we don't see i'm trying to think in the next episode like at what point ang starts to try and learn some water bending. Mm-hmm. i'm not sure at what point it is but like he starts learning from Katara, and he's like, "There's just this sort of osmosis. Like he doesn't learn, he doesn't master water bending until." But the he learns ball. like a few little tricks, you know. Yeah, and he has like a natural affinity for it. But mm-hmm. it's like how Katara could catch the fish in the first episode, right? Yeah, like exactly. she's definitely not a master, but she she has some natural things that she can do. Yeah, it's like it's like talent versus, um, like skill or ability mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, talent yeah. versus ability. I think mm-hmm. is the point. Um, like, he has a lot of talent, but at this point he has essentially, effectively zero mm-hmm. ability in any mm-hmm. of the other elements. But, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Big episode. Big, Definitely. big episode. Very important. Um, it's just, I think it's important because of all the foreshadowing. Like, yeah. just astronomical amounts of foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's pretty wild. I mean, just thinking in terms of, like, just what happens in the series like it mm-hmm. you think that it's going to deviate from the system and you're like oh maybe maybe this will happen maybe mm-hmm. something else is going to happen and boomy is just completely right you yeah. know what i mean and i think that he 
knows so much more than we're able to yeah. understand it was just initially. it's so important for him to do the thing that he did of challenge Aang and like yeah, yeah and that's is, yeah. and that's a big point is that he's the first person who challenges Aang exactly because Zuko doesn't pre- present any real challenge no like we've seen know. Aang beat him twice yeah it, with no effort whereas mm-hmm. like when Aang is trying to fight uh, Boomy he has to really think he about what to, he's doing and even then he doesn't win yeah exactly like Boomy could have easily just put him out right there yeah because it's like boomy drops a rock on himself he goes through the rock you know what i mean yeah like, or he goes down into the ground Aang doesn't have any of that bending he's, he gets crushed mm-hmm. not that boomy would have done that but he had that option yeah well of course he so, wouldn't have done that yeah so i just i mean it's just interesting that mm-hmm. boomy pushes Aang and and doesn't give him his identity because like if it's mm-hmm. your friend pushing you it's mm-hmm. different it's like yeah. you're like i'm in a safe environment where Boomy's like, you you need to view me as a threat. Like, I'm this crazy king that's going to kill you. Yeah, I'm a crazy guy and you don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to kill mm-hmm. your friends. You know, he puts him in, in a compromising uh, space. Mm-hmm. But doesn't push him so far that he goes into the Avatar state. So exactly. that he's able to, like, fully understand all of those yeah, He's concepts. understanding Aang. He's not understanding the other Avatars. And, like, he's getting information on what... I guess we've already covered this. Like, he's just getting information on what needs to happen next. Not on yeah. what's already happened. Well, and, like, part of it is that... So, like, with Monkey Atsu, when Aang finds his, you know, his body, and then he's so upset that he goes into the Avatar state, the lesson there isn't necessarily, like, I need to restore balance because the world is out of balance. As, mm-hmm. you know, that's, like, the basic lesson of, like, finding your dead teacher. Mm-hmm. is like, oh, things have gone wrong and I need to right this. Mm-hmm. Aang's perception is, like, I'm, par- I'm so powerful, it's terrifying. I don't want to go into the Avatar state. Like, that's mm-hmm. the lesson that he gets. Yeah, the lesson he gets is, like, when he can't control his emotions, he can't control what happens. Exactly. Whereas with Boomy, Boomy's able to like push him right to the the edge mm-hmm. of where like you could see in that fight if if like things were in a little differently with Sokka and Katara, mm-hmm. or if like Boomy had fought him a little bit harder, mm-hmm. he probably would have gone into the Avatar state. Yeah. Exactly. And the lesson would have been, you know, something about you're upset. The Avatar previous yeah. lives come and save you, or or just like I have this terrible power that I'm afraid of. Mm-hmm. Right. Like being afraid of himself and his own ability. As opposed to being like, you know, the more nuanced lesson of actually going through mm-hmm. those trials and knowing that this is your friend. Exactly. So. Yeah. And also, just those crystals that they put Katara and Sokka in are rock candy. And then yeah. Boomy eats it. Oh my god. Like, what happens? Does Does your stomach digest it? Does it just grow in your stomach? As we are saying this for the... As, as <laughs> I said this for the first time, we were watching the episode right as Boomy ate it. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> And my and then immediately after I was like, all right, I think probably it gets dissolved. Or, <laughs> or Boomy's just crazy and he's like, ha ha, I can rock bend or earth bend inside of my body. But then we see Momo lick it too. <laughs> like does Momo just? Yeah. <sighs> spooky stuff. Spooky stuff. Spooky spooky stuff. Do you have anything else for us today? I did not think so. You don't think so? We don't have any more uh, fan mail. No fan mail. At this point. Uh, so far, most of our fan mail is from our dad. Yeah. He's he's pretty interested. Yeah. Big um, fan. He's a big fan. Also but, our producer. Also our producer. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I don't think that we have anything else yeah, for the episode. All right. Cool. So this was Dang, Dang with Kel. And Sky. And it was great to have you. Yes, it was. Uh, catch you next time. Yep. Dang. Dang. <laughs>